0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Wherever you may be in the world on today, it may be morning, afternoon, or evening. But I want to say greetings to you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, King C. Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I'm a grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ, And I invite you to walk with me on today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged. As we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to be love in action. welcome. Thank you for tuning in again this week. Um, For all of my returning listeners, we thank you for just being committed and faithful to hearing what God is saying through this ministry. We want to thank you for coming in week after week and listening and being part of what this uh, ministry is doing. We thank you for Praying for this ministry, Amen. So we thank each of you for tuning in, and if this is your first time coming in and and listening to the podcast, we thank you on this morning, Amen. We are so very excited for everyone to being part of this ministry on today. I pray that this week has already been a week that has been filled with many great things and great blessings and greatness. Period. Um, Regardless of what you've been facing. the the life situations and life issues i pray that you have been renewed through the word of god amen okay let's get into the the message on today the word i'm excited about this week you know i always look forward to the podcast and and to see how god releases uh his word you know uh last week i did an impromptu message live amen um Live on location. So I wasn't in the, the place where I normally record at my home. I wouldn't, you know, Holy Spirit said go out and I did. And so it was it was a beautiful experience. I want to say that um, the thing that I'm learning every day in my relationship with God, um, you know, just like a relationship that we go through in the natural. You have to work on it. You have to build on it. You have to be purposed in that relationship. You have to uh, communicate in that relationship. And the way that we communicate and the way that I communicate, of course, with our Heavenly Father is through prayer, is through meditation, is spending time in his presence. Amen. And what I've learned uh, on this, this faith journey is that the more time that I put in with God, the more sensitive I am to hearing his request from me. um, It's amazing if we just listen, you know, I've heard husbands and I've heard wives say, you know, they don't listen or they don't communicate or, you know, um, those types of things. But if we really take the time to get out of our own comfort zone, get out of ourselves and and just desire and and be in the presence of God. He will lead us, you know, in every area of our lives. And on last week, every word that he gives me is uh, given, is inspired, is breathed by Holy Spirit. It is inspired by God. And he sometimes will switch it up. And just like last week, Um, the word that I, you know, that I shared, it wasn't the word that he originally gave me. It was another word just to encourage. So I thank God for each and every one of you. And I'm excited about this week as well, uh, to just be in his presence and just to grow in his grace. Amen. This week, we're going to be talking about being sealed. Have you been sealed? That's the question that I'm asking you today. Have you been sealed? And if you think about it, you may be saying, "What does she mean by being sealed?" Well, I'm glad you asked. Today we're going to look at First—I'm um, sorry, Ephesians, first chapter, verses thirteen through fourteen. And I'm reading from the NIV translation. And the Word of God says, "And you also were included in Christ." When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal. I don't know about you, but just that when I read it, I begin to rejoice. I begin to praise God. It began, You know, I've read this scripture before, but when I begin to prepare for this word, it, it took on a new meaning to me. Amen. I'm going to repeat it again. He, it, the word of God says, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. I want you to know that for those of you who are believers in Jesus Christ, those who uh, believed in God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, you were sealed with a promise on the day that you believed. It did not say a month later. It said, when that is in that present moment you were sealed. Um, Paul, the writer of this letter, the Apostle Paul, originally wrote this this particular letter to the church of Of Ephesus, this was a a a Gentile group of people that converted from a pagan worship, whether it was pagan gods or whether they believed in a god at all. They were converted from a pagan mindset into. Uh, Christianity into the teachings of Jesus Christ uh, and 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 later on it was understood that this letter of course began to be be a circulatory letter it, it was um, sent throughout the Western minor Asia the Asian Western Minor area and Paul's purpose for this letter was to strengthen believers in their faith by explaining the nature of and the purpose of the church to expand their horizons or mindsets of of, of who God was and the purpose of believers in the church uh, to, to to understanding that there was a higher calling of the church. There was a accountability. There was a, a setting that the church uh was meant to do and the theme of it was basically the gospel of salvation by grace through faith alone not by works not by deeds but by grace and so here when paul is is giving this this word uh in the in the letter uh i go back and i ask the question have you been sealed and sealed the definition of seal you know me i give out those definitions uh says to To be concluded, it's to be established or to secure something definitively. I like that word definitively because it is without end it is it is to establish or to conclude something it excludes the possibility of reversal or loss when something is sealed it re, it excludes the possibility of reversal or loss and again we're talking about now a spiritual sealing and so and, and we know that some of the synonyms of sealed are to secure to establish or to complete i pray that you're you're with me and you're you're kind of getting an idea what i'm what i'm discussing with you on today have you been sealed that's the question you know when a father loves uh, a child or let me go back a little bit further when two parents come together and they create a child a life that child's life is filled with dna of both parents amen and one and that's the that's the natural biological part of it and when they come out the you know the pa- the children we have you know features of our mother and 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 of our father sometimes one parents um features may be more distinctive than others me and my ex-husband we had two beautiful daughters together right One of our each one of our children basically is a replica of us. Right. Of each one of us. My oldest daughter is, you know, she is both of them look like their dad. Right. But my oldest daughter has just everything from her her tone, the tone of her skin, just everything of her dad. You know, when I when I um would walk around with her as a baby I remember being in the grocery store and uh, (laughs) this lady said to me um, and I was standing with my sister-in-law she said man your daughter she says to my sister-in-law you know um, at the time she says your daughter is beautiful now I'm holding her but because of the, the color and the tone of her skin, because my daughter is very fair, my ex-husband is very fair with green eyes. And so when they looked at her, they, they, they did not, she did not equate my daughter as being my daughter, even though I was holding her because our skin tones were different, but I am the mother of her, right? And, and then my second child, she looks like her father, um from her fingers her the way her fingers made she looks more like his brothers right but she looks exactly like me everybody says man she looks just like you and it was funny because when i was pregnant with my second child i said god at least give me a child that has something for me right because my husband's my ex-husband's my husband at the time his genes were very strong uh, and so I prayed and I asked God when I found out I was pregnant with my second child, I say, you know, at least let her have something for me. And she did. She looked exactly like me, my second daughter. And so why am I talking about DNA? Um, because DNA, that physical DNA, uh, it, it 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 once a child is born, it is a reflection of both parents. Amen. And being sealed is a a spiritual uh reflection of God, who we are to God. You know, we, we are so beloved by God that once we accept him, he seals us with a promise. And this is what I love about the word seal. When you look up the definition, it says that it is, it secures something definitively. I love when the word of God, when Jesus says that whoever the father has given to him, cannot, be snatched out of his hands. You and I who have believed in Jesus the Christ have been sealed with the promise. Oh, I need you to hear me this morning, the beloved of God. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation, when you believe immediately, you were marked In him with a seal. You became a joint heir to the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. Every promise in the word of God had become part of your lineage. Every part of the word of God became part of your legacy and it was based on the love of a father. It is amazing of of the love of a father. When a father loves a son or a daughter, there is nothing he won't do for them. When a mother loves a a, a child, there is nothing that they won't do for them. But when a father loves, and now I'm talking about in in the spiritual and the natural context. If you look at a father that is a physical father in the natural sense, when he loves his children. he He will provide for them. He will provide whether he, whatever it takes, uh, he will provide for them. He will nurture them. He will uh, correct them. He will do whatever it takes to make sure that the outcome of their life is one. That is positive, they will try to ensure that some of the pitfalls of life they don't get entrapped in, and so they will love them enough to teach them and to guide them. Well, listen. Uh, uh, the love of a spiritual father. He loves us so much that when he gave us the gift of salvation, he said, I'm going to seal you so that no one can snatch you out of my hand. Not even that no good slew footed, deceptive liar, the enemy. What am I saying to you on this morning? It says in Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, The new creature has come, the old has gone, the new is here. So I ask the question, have you been sealed? And so you may raise your hand and you say, yes, woman of God, I'm sealed. I am sealed with the promise, I believe. And now I'll walk in the the joint airness with Jesus the Christ. Well, then I say to you, congratulations. You are part of the body of God, the body of Christ. You are part of the family of God. You are part of the kingdom. Amen. But here is I want to challenge us a little bit more. How do you know that you've been sealed? Oh, what is the evidence in your life? What are you producing in your life that allows others to know that are believers and those that are not believers that you have been sealed. In other words that you are no longer that old person because once you become sealed your DNA has changed. You are your spiritual DNA is no longer the same. You are no longer bound. I just read it in the word of God in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. He said you are a new creature. So what is the evidence in your life? What is the evidence? What is the evidence in your life? Ooh, mm, what is the evidence? Because if you are sealed and the Holy Spirit is living in you, you cannot live the way you were on, on, on uh, before. Your language has changed. Maybe when you accepted Jesus Christ, you, you, you received the, uh, we know the, one of the evidence of uh, the Holy Spirit is the gift of tongues. And I'm not talking about just that kind of change. I'm talking about how are you living? Because see, now that the Holy Spirit is living in you, there are some attributes or some character attributes that are now going to be reflective of. of of who you are now, that you have the spiritual DNA of God, the father and the son, the Holy spirit is now living in you. So what is, what is the, the, the evidence of your change now? What is the evidence that you've been sealed? Because if there is no evidence, then I challenge you to understand and ask yourself the question. Maybe you really have not been sealed because really you did not believe what you thought you believed. See, remember, it says in in the word of God, when salvation takes place in Romans 10 and 9, it says uh, you when you turn away. But if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe that goes that word again in your heart. God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That's what Romans says in 10 and 9. And then Ephesians says in one 13 through 14, he says, when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed you were marked in him with a seal. You have to believe you have to know beyond a doubt to doubt to doubt who you are in God. You have to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt. Who you are to God, who who God is to you in your life. See, being sealed is a blessing. You have taken on the the spiritual DNA of your heavenly father. You have been given a a new DNA, a new set, a new work frame of how you live. You know me this 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 ministry of being love in action was founded off of the context of the the text of 1 Corinthians 13 4 through 8 love is patient love is kind it doesn't envy these are attributes character attributes of someone who has been changed listen we're not perfect i'm not saying that once you believe and you are sealed that you know you're going to do everything right there's no perfection even in god in us god is perfect but it is a purposed mindset that we must have so maybe we maybe you were a person that cursed a lot and then when you accepted jesus christ and and now that you understand maybe you didn't understand you were sealed you're sealed so maybe you don't, you know, you shouldn't curse the way you used to curse. You shouldn't curse at all anymore. But there should be a conviction, even when you have a desire to curse. If you're single, you shouldn't want to just be intimate with someone, even though your flesh, even though you may have been in a relationship with someone where y'all were being intimate. And that's not your husband or your wife, that's your girlfriend, your boyfriend, or your fiance. God says sex is to be between husbands and wives. It's a reason for that. It protects us spiritually, it protects us emotionally and physically. So when we are sealed and now we have the attributes of God the Father, we're no longer, we should be convicted when we're just having sex and we're not married. Is the flesh, is a desire going to go away? No, it's not. But it can be sub- subjected. I'm sorry. It could be uh, put under submission. By faith. By purpose living. The word of God said there's no temptation that we can withstand. Because Jesus Christ died for us. And everything that we could have ever done through Jesus Christ, we can do it. He said we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So, if you're a person that were married and you are having uh, outside relationships, committing adultery, and you are sealed by God, you can't continue in that with the whole heart and not be convicted. You can't be a person that lives a, a, a lifestyle that is contrary to the word of God and continue in it. You will be convicted. You can't be mean and ugly and honorary to people. You can't be a person that's always gossiping or putting someone down. You are changed. You are a new creature. Maybe that's who you were in the past, but when God sealed you, oh my God, I need you to hear me this morning. You're no longer the same. See, the Holy Spirit gives us new life. We have been recreated new, remains again anew with, with, with regard to consider or think of something in a specific way, attention to or concealed something. Listen, let me share this with you. We have a covenant relationship. From the moment we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The covenant has been established. But watch this. The covenant becomes validated when we become sealed. Come on, I need you to hear me. It is when we are sealed that the covenant has been validated. Two people that get in front of an altar, in front of their family and their friends and the and the the the, the clergy, they make a, a outward promise to love one another and to be there for one another before God and mankind. But watch this. Two ways that marriage is sealed. First thing, legally, it's sealed. It isn't sealed until they sign the marriage certificate. Watch this. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. And then the physical thing and spiritual thing is next, when they consummate the marriage, meaning when they come together. See, God seals us. And he validates us in that moment. That covenant is now valid. I want you to understand today, the beloved of God, for those of you who are listening, that you have been sealed. And so now that you're sealed, there are some promises to your life. Can I share what some of those promises are? Ephesians 3 and 12 says, now that you're sealed, you can approach God with boldness, freedom and confidence. He In Romans 8 and 2, now that you've been sealed, the law of the spirit of life in Christ is in you. Now that you've been sealed, you have been hidden with Christ and God. That's Colossians 3 and 3. Now that you have been sealed, John 14 and 12 says, you will do greater works than Christ Jesus. Come on. I need you to hear me this morning. Now that you have been sealed, you are considered the elect of God. That's Romans 8 and 33. Now that you have been sealed, you have been established to the end. That is Romans 1 and 11. Now that you have been sealed, you have been made near to our heavenly father by the blood of Christ. That's Ephesians 2 and 13. If none of those made you want to shout, listen, now that you've been sealed, you have been set free. That's John eight thirty-one through 33. Now that you've been sealed, you are strong in the Lord. Ephesians 6 and 10. Now that you have been sealed, you are dead to sin. Romans 6 and 1 and 11 and 1 Peter 2 and 24. Here is one I want you to know. That now that you have been sealed. You are accepted and beloved by God. That's Ephesians 1 and 6. And I know this one is one of everybody's favorite. Now that you have been sealed. Romans 8 and 37 says that you are more than a conqueror. So I say to you today. People of God who are listening, I love each one of you. Have you been sealed? And if you have been sealed, how do you know what's the evidence in your life? Are you walking a new way? Are you talking a new way? Do you have a new mindset? Those are evidence of how you know And you know, if you have been sealed, that means you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And maybe you're listening and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you're saying, man, I want to be sealed. I want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I have been sealed by God. Well, just like I said a little bit ago, Romans 10 and 9. First, that means you have have to have a heart of repentance. You got to be able to admit, man, listen, I've fallen short. I want to know about this Jesus Christ. Have a prayer between you and God. And then it says you declare with your mouth. And with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. And believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead. You will be saved. Believe in your heart. I pray that this word on today encouraged you, inspired you, blessed you, allowed you to go deeper. Push yourself, challenge yourself to be a better reflection of who we profess to be in Jesus Christ. I love each and every one of you on today with the love of Christ. And I pray that the rest of this week will be one filled with love, joy, and happiness and peace. Man, that whatever you're facing, that God will give you peace. That the joy of the Lord will be your strength. That every need that you and your family have, that God will provide it. He said he will provide the needs of his children. He's a loving father. And I pray just that whatever your heart desires, that you remember the word says that if you seek God first, he will give you the desires of your heart. But he will never give you something that's going to take you out of his presence. Amen. I love you. And I pray that each one of you are blessed on today. Until next week, we'll see you then. God bless you. Amen.